Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. We'll just do a quick spiel at the start, and then we'll introduce cool. you, and then we're off. Oh, shall I say, I, know, I always say exactly the same thing. I don't... I, I never know what to say. I'm now too conscious of my intro. He has a complex about how to introduce this podcast. Oh I always just say be literally. You, be fearless. Just, just be Pete, don't okay. worry. Okay, okay. Right. So this is a slightly different hello today, um, which won't make a difference to anyone listening, but I'm at home, Dave. That is exciting, isn't it? Is this going to change how the podcast uh, sounds or how the podcast is received? I just want to add in a quick warning that the dog is lingering. So if um, if the postman visits or something, you may suddenly hear loads of barking. That's actually really exciting. So it does affect the podcast because there might be a, a surprise dog. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I just Great. felt like that was important to clarify before suddenly a dog appears. Absolutely thrilled. Uh, anyway, welcome to Friends with Friends uh, in our new surroundings with Added Dog. What an exciting. <laughs> we are now officially a dog cast. Yeah, um, I like that. My, my name's Dave Cribb. This is Pete Allison. Hi, Pete. Hiya. Um, and uh, should we meet today's friend to talk about yes, friends? Yes, let's do that. It's the wonderful television presenter, Lindsay Russell. Hello, Lindsay. Good morning Good. slash afternoon nearly, just. Well, it depends when you're listening <laughs> wow. to a podcast as well. That's the beauty of them. Good day. Good day to you all. Good day, good night. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Don't know when anyone's going to listen. We don't know. It's, prob- it's Lent when we're recording it. So oh, yes. Have you given Lent. up anything? No, I absolutely haven't. Oh. Because, uh, yeah, so it was my birthday on Pancake Day. I saw that. Happy birthday. Thank you very much. Thanks, guys. I mean, it's relevant to today's episode, but I've now really passed the 30s. I'm willing How to- far past are we talking? I've got two threes. To- There's two threes threes in okay. my age now. That's so. a nice, I always feel like that must be a good place to be at. I think it's the it's the end of your early 30s, isn't it, though? Like, the next one's going to be like, oh, I'm now mid-30s. Yeah, 35's the next, yeah. like, okay. Turn your phone off, you're 33, Smug. grow up. <laughs> Jeez. God. Getting stick on my own podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, uh, so it was my birthday, pancakes, and then, you know what it's like on your birthday week? You're like, oh, the day after someone's like, oh, let's go for a birthday drink. And I'm like, well, I can't give up like booze or any bad food no. now for, for Lent. So Lent will just have to happen yeah. without me. It's survived this long. Yeah. Let's talk about friends. Um, scale of one to 10, how much do you like friends? Because we have people on this podcast that love it. I know. Obsessed with it. I know. That's what scares me. And, but I- we've also had people uh, like Luke Franks, who's a mutual friend, who you'll know. Yes, I love Luke. Who, uh, he, he likes friends. It's like he's never watched it. It's like <laughs> his brain doesn't remember things from more than about three weeks ago. And that's just Luke, though. That's yeah. not just with friends. Correct. Exactly. Didn't he end up watching one on a plane? 
was that him? Yeah, he, did, he just yeah. got potluck well, I, of whichever one that happened to be shown on the plane. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Classic. Well, I'm actually, you guys are partly to blame for the loss of my iPad. Uh, because I, d- I thought, right, I'm going on this podcast, I've got a really busy week, I'm yeah. going to Leeds, Manchester. So I'll download f- my top five apps yeah. onto my iPad, left my iPad at the Holiday Inn, didn't oh, I? Yeah, Haven't seen yeah. it since. I actually don't know where I left it I'm to be. I'm so sorry. It's okay. But... If someone does find it, they're going to go into Netflix and be like, "Cause she's only watched Friends <laughs> lately. And there's all these and like weird... five random episodes yeah. from different series. From, yeah. So let's talk about your top five then. So oh, goodness. you narrowed it down. So I had you? Massa Pequa. Yeah. I had, what was the run? Fee- was it? Oh, Phoebe running. Phoebe, Phoebe running. Had the holiday yeah. armadillo. Holiday armadillo. Yeah. The one where they were 1030. Yeah. I don't think any of them have been picked, have they? No. No, it's astonishing. No, I really read that list carefully. Yeah. You sent me and I really, I say I did the research. I didn't. So here's where I have to put my hands up. Okay. My housemate is like a 10 out of 10. Uh, she's called Natalie. Natalie. Nat. Hey, Nat. Hey, Nat. She does listen as well. Sh- she loves Shout out to Nat. Oh, that's um, nice. And she's obsessed. So she has three different books on like friends, facts, trivia. She loves it. And when I went to her and said, okay, I need to choose an episode, rather than a normal response would just be like, oh, what about this one? Yeah. What about that one? She was like, okay, we need to think. <laughs> do do like we a want- spreadsheet, yeah. She, honestly, Excel was open. She was like, <laughs> do we want a flashback? What kind of era? What kind of, what's your favourite Rachel Hare moment? Oh, like she great. really She really went- thought about it. So Massapequa came from her. Because that's one of her favourite apps, it is Alec Baldwin. App. Alec Baldwin is so good. In it's everything. not the one I've gone for. No, okay, that's good. That's fine. <laughs> well, thank can... you, Nat. For yeah, the, thanks, for, yeah, thanks for the suggestion. And a great suggestion it is. Yeah. So she was really helpful. Great. Um, so I have to kind of big up her. I'm more of a like five out of ten that's fine. Friends fan. That's good. Um, but it really made me laugh over Christmas because my little cousin's 11. Katie. Um, hello, Katie. She probably doesn't listen because she's alone, <laughs> but hi. Um, and she, she better now. She heard that rumour. Did you hear that was going round that they're taking Friends off Netflix? Yes. yes. So she panicked, having never seen an episode, and she's so cute and tiny and Scottish. She was like, right, I'm going to watch every app. And it was adorable. That was... That sounded more well. <laughs> no, that was good. I enjoyed that. I thought that was, was a good accent. Okay. But, you know, well, that is what she sounds we're like. We're just three English people here. <laughs> just appropriating Scottish <laughs> accents. So, yeah, yeah. We, uh, so yeah, she was like, right, I'm going to watch every single episode. But I think she arrived before New Year. Right. Um, and she was on series seven. Oh, my days. She That's had quite insane. a way to go. Um, so we just lost her over Christmas yeah. and New Year, bless her. She just sat in the kitchen with headphones on. So when did she what- start watching? Like, when did she start from the beginning? She only started in like November. <laughs> She didn't do any homework. Nice. She didn't go to any extra classes. <laughs> she gave up sports. She's had to leave school. She's on the dole. If you've never seen Friends before and you decide that you're going to watch the whole thing, you have so much to get through. I know. Mm. Bless her. She's done and well. it's an emotional roller coaster. Like, but what was nice is it, and this is this is why we all have friends, isn't it? As she was watching the episodes in the kitchen, as she got further on, you know, like Rachel having a baby, yeah. that's where she'd got to by New Year's Eve. Okay. Um, so she's still on a way yes. to go. <laughs> Bless her. Um, so yeah, as she was watching that, we were like, take your headphones out, we want to watch it. And we all ended up as a family on New Year's Eve. Oh, that's so stood nice. Stood around with champagne, watching Rachel give birth. <laughs> <laughs> and if Netflix had taken it off on New Year's Day, oh no, the world she would have had to ended. like properly watch them on like triple DVDs speed for like, but just yeah. for the last three hours yeah that. yeah yeah so which episode have you chosen i've gone for the one where they all turn 30 the one where they all turn 30 mm. good episode it's it's unusual because of the way that it sort of jumps between various 
times, doesn't it? In terms of it, it tries to get all of their 30 birthdays into the same episode, which means you're jumping all over the place. When you watch it, it feels like a flashback episode. Yeah. You know, like when they do the really cheap yes. clip shows because they've run out of money yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But it's not a clip show. It's like a flashback episode that they've recorded all the flashbacks for. Yes. And I heard from Nat, my yes, housemate, sure. who knows everything. Great. Um, so Phoebe was very unwell. When they were recording this. Lisa Kudrow? Yes. Yeah. Lisa LK. <laughs> okay. She was really, Lorraine Kelly. Yeah. She was really um, unwell when they were recording this. So that's why it's funny because in all the flashbacks, she's still quite unwell. Oh, really? Yeah. So she's got a bit of a husky voice. Yeah. Um, and she's losing her voice a little bit as well. But then when she's doing the scenes with Ursula, she's also got the husky voice, which so doesn't make yeah. sense. Yeah. <laughs> so Ursula's also ill. <laughs> yeah. um, that is high level knowledge is no that I'm is not like messing really, when I say that she's obsessed that is so deep where do yeah. you even get that information from maybe That's she just great. knows Lisa she's going to have to come on this podcast you point. should get her on absolutely honestly. she is booked done Right, the one with the Alton 30 then. I'm going to read the little synopsis. It's a very short synopsis this week, Pete. So here it is. It's series seven, episode 14. Mm-hmm. Rachel frets over turning 30, prompting everyone else to remember what they did when they reached the same milestone. And after realising that Tag is too young and immature, she breaks up with him. That's it. That's all they've <laughs> the gone end. for, synopsis-wise. But there is an NB on this Wikipedia synopsis. Oh, wow. We're all excited by the NB, and this yeah, is part okay. of the uh, note. In episode... 10 of series 3, the one where Rachel quits, set in December 1996. This is really, this is that level of... Yeah, we've gone, we've gone way back. Chandler says Rachel is 28 and so she <laughs> should turn 33 in this episode. Yes. Set in early 2001. Moreover, it is previously said elsewhere in seasons 4 and 5 that Rachel was born on May the 5th and not in the winter time. So there you go. When I when I watched this episode, I was trying to work out which of them genuinely looked closest to 30, and I settled with Matt LeBlanc. Right. So they were all much older, right? Yeah, I've got their ages here, because uh, I did this this morning, and because Chana's the youngest of all of them in real life, right? Uh, which I didn't realise. Lisa, Lisa Kudrow was... Um, I think that's <laughs> where's where's she from there? <laughs> I think that's how you said Scotland. Scottish, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Lisa was um, 37, Oh, wow, at the okay. time when they filmed this. Yeah, I know. Older than I thought. And Courtney Cox, 36. David Schwimmer, 34. Matt LeBlanc, 33. Yeah, Jennifer Aniston was 32 three days after filming this episode. Okay, so it's plausible. Uh, and Matt Perry, 31. Uh, so he is basically yes. the only one really yeah, 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 where near to 30. vaguely accurate. It is a bit mad, isn't it, that they... Friends is very strange because it's like one of the biggest TV shows ever. Mm. And I would have presumed that their budget would include someone that just at least keeps a vague track of like... How old were they, like, four years ago? Should we do an episode with the Alton 30? No, that doesn't make any sense. So, you know, there's a lot of yeah. strange content. Like, in this episode, there's really weird continuity errors. Like, oh, so like many. Like, Rachel's got a bow on her dress on at her, one point, yeah. and then the next shot is just gone. There's a disappearing runner as well. We'll come on to the bit with Ross's car yeah. a bit later. But oh there's one bit where one they're, trying, they're trying to slide the car out from next to the pavement. And just yes. as they do so, there's a runner going past them. And then it cuts yeah. and the runner just disappears completely. They're just gone. There's also a really subtle one in Monica's birthday party, which, again, we'll come on to, where they're all having a chat and Gunther's stood in the kitchen. Oh, wait, what? So I it's did, really I, subtle. I but I just, no, no, well, I just noticed this one. But Gunther stood in the kitchen, like, right at the back, and it cuts to uh, Phoebe saying a line, and then it cuts back and Gunther's, like, by the bathroom, just having a different conversation with a different person. It, like, And it's a space of half That's a second. Gunther, it's very good. I mean, why is, Gunther at, why is Gunther at the party? We'll come on to that as well. There's a lot of problems with that party. But okay, where do we start? Do we? Who do you want to start with? Rachel. So it's basically Rachel, Phoebe, 
Monica and Ross. They're the four storylines, aren't they? Because yeah, because I read Chandler that, and Joey. Just their flashbacks are like horrific. 10 seconds. Yeah. yeah, Joey's is ten, yeah. and Chandler's is thirteen, 13 seconds. seconds. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. That's and Joey's like, isn't his. He's just going like, why what? God? Yeah. The basis of Joey's is just that he cries all the time, isn't it? And then Chandler's is ruined because of Joey crying, and that's it. Yeah. 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 Chandler gets a real rum deal in this episode because, like, at least Joey's is showing a bit of his personality. And then yeah. Chandler's 30th is just Joey's Rubbish. personality again. Yeah. Yeah. Just rub. I, I read that originally, I don't know where this has gone in my little. I actually made notes for this podcast. I'm, I mean, I'm impressed? glad. Yeah. But I've got impressed. to do the scrolling thing again. Well, I read this thing that the original version of this episode was 40 minutes. Right. So this Did is you the, read that? This is the really interesting... Yeah, on so NBC. So maybe, maybe that's why their flashbacks are so, so short, because sure. they yeah. were just rubbish. So if you read like a synopsis, like a full synopsis, mm. which I'm not going to do because it's like six, 17 paragraphs, but no, I'd like you to loads of... Su- <laughs> Come on. Maybe this is just me reading the internet. <laughs> that could be our podcast, Pete. Dave and Pete, read the internet. Um, but um, yeah, there's loads of... Um, things that happen that are just cut from this thing because it's basically the version on Netflix or on DVD now is half the length of yeah. what so it was what on. what happened? I don't know. So have you seen the 40 minute app? I, you need to find I, it. I don't know if I ever have seen the 40 minute app. I so, so the 40 That's minute app. That's a huge amount, a huge amount to have cut down. Like half of it. So the reason was, I think it was, there was another show on, I think it was Survivor or something big at the time yeah. and they were trying to counter program against it. So NBC were like, all right, Survivor's starting on whatever channel it's on. We're going to have to put a buttload of friends out to like compete with that. So they obviously just went, maybe, you know how normally we like record a good 40 minutes and then chop it down. Should we yeah. just not do that? <laughs> just, <laughs> just leave it, it all. Yeah. Just, just keep leave, all of that in. Just leave the lunker. I imagine a 40 minute episode was just loads of outtakes and, you know, Joey crying for ages. But yeah, more very, Joey. very strange, isn't it? I'm, I'm, I'm not sure I've ever. Because it's quite a basic episode. It doesn't feel like there's much more story to tell. That's what I mean. Like yeah. there's not... I love this episode for the flashbacks and for whatever and all the stuff that happens. But yeah, there's not a lot to it. Rachel no. just has a birthday that she doesn't enjoy. Uh, so yeah. how can that stretch to 40 minutes? I know, I know. It's very odd, isn't it? So Rachel's... So so this is interesting. So all right, we're going to have to... I'm afraid... I'd, I wouldn't normally ask a guest to disclose their age on the podcast. Okay, yeah. But I think in the interests of the sort of breakdown around the age of 30... We yes, sh- we, so sh- we should all because I know my age, I know Pete's age. Mm-hmm. Where do you fall I on the fall, thirty meridian? Okay, so I've just had my twenty eighth birthday, which felt really good. Great. So I was fine until twenty nineteen happened. Then I realised that I could say oh, I'm thirty next year, <laughs> and then that's that's kicked off my breakdown. Right, a little it? bit early. Yeah, I'm having a real like. Oh, I just need to been off loads of friends and like become a vlogger and dump my boyfriend and just like I've done some really weird things lately and when I say to people I'm 30 next year they go no you're not are you no you're not because I'm only 29 like yeah yeah. yeah. so you're 29 this year 30 next year okay so you're having you're having the Rachel breakdown oh my goodness like I'm having a real thing about what am I doing with my life you've got a bucket list like so I haven't got a bucket list but there's definitely things I like wanted wanted want to achieve by the time I'm 30 I think the problem is, is when you know 30s around the corner, you set kind of life goals for mm. yourself that just came out of nowhere that were never actually there before you started panicking about 30. Does <laughs> you that make were sense? never worried about, exactly, no. yeah. I didn't care before. I was really happy, like, and still am, like being a Blue Peter presenter, that's quite good. I was going to say, ultimately, you're a very successful person. Like, but, there's millions of people around the country that would kill to have your job. Yeah, I know that. That's what the logical thing yeah, is. Yeah. That's what the external voice <laughs> yes, is saying. Yeah, yeah. then the, your 30 next year voice goes, you've done nothing. <laughs> 
you you are awful. Where are your kids? Where's your marriage? Why aren't you on Strictly? I think it's interesting because we're watching Friends. So Friends, this isn't like 2001, mm. something like that. And I feel like 30 back then was deemed much more grown up. You're supposed to have all your stuff together by then. Yeah. Whereas now, I think you're Monica right. Because Monica and Chandler in this episode, you know, she makes the joke about we're having kids soon, yeah, yeah, whether yeah, you yeah. like it or not. Yeah, and yeah. now that's a bit mad to me. I don't actually know many of my friends my age or even a couple of no. years older than me that are even married, let alone have kids or have done any of that. It feels very cliche to say 40 is the new 30, but I genuinely do I think, think it, it is. is. I really hope it is too, because that gives me a lot more time. <laughs> Rachel does all her calculations as well about when she should have achieved certain things as well. And that in itself feels like quite a dated thing of this amount oh, of kids no, by Pete, 30. Oh no, that's not a dated thing. Do you not? Oh no, no, no. I do that all the time. Oh, no. I mean, it's quite psychopathic, some of the stuff yeah, you yeah. say. I, I feel like this episode's really going to be delving into your sort of brain. I think that's and... why I've chosen it. Yeah. I genuinely, Psychological I state. really get what Rachel's meaning and what she's doing it's really interesting because i was gonna like, like the first note i made was sort of like why is she making such a big deal it's only 30 i turned 33 years ago i had a great time but did a, you not have a breakdown no, I had a lovely party oh, right. and woke up with a hangover at the end and oh, just had a nice wow. time there is a bit of a feeling amongst all the conversations that they're having as well that this is the point at which the whole um early series of friends are all about them going on dates and it going badly and breaking up with boyfriends and stuff and this is right. kind of the point at which it all steps up and matures and becomes about marriage and children like I felt like this point onwards that's where friends becomes about that it feels like quite a yeah. clean break like she gets rid of tag she dumps him because she recognizes she doesn't want to be with him forever and then that's the point at which it all gets adults yeah. and even there's that there's that comment isn't there between her and ross that's kind of to hint because it's by the end of this series right that so she's they, pregnant they with, with his ross's child yeah. child yeah. yeah so tags the last kind of partner sexual partner that she has before it's before it i mean she snogs ross. joey a bit yeah that's yeah. let's forget about Lovely. that <laughs> we'll not forget <laughs> <laughs> who wouldn't want to snog matt leblanc just a little bit just a little bit um but yeah it's um it's a weird i was watching this and I, I sort of agree with what you're saying pete is that like um Friends was for quite a while, like a young, cool, like, mm. look at these cool people, aren't we jealous of their lifestyle in New York? And then it does feel like it just flips up in a way that nothing really does. Like, you don't watch or listen to programmes or listen to radio stations. They're all so obsessed with, like, being the thing they always were. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. like certain radio stations that just have to be really young and cool and they never will be, like, talking about being 30. But suddenly yeah. friends are just like, yeah, do you know what? We're all 30. It's fine. We'll just change. This is just a different bit of our lives now. Do you think the writers were panicking a bit because they were all like absolutely older than 30? Yeah. They needed to reference that. Right. So they've obviously been playing like because I think Courtney Cox was 30 when Friends started. Yeah. And she was supposed to be like 23. So there's obviously something about like you can play down to a certain age. Do you know what I mean? But then they're going, we can't get away with them. It's not Mm. like The Simpsons where you're like, like, maybe let's just confront this. Let's just head on go. Guys, everyone's older now. That's fine. They all look a bit different. It's all good. Can we talk about tag? Oh, can we? Can we talk can about tag? Can we ever? Give me your first. Give me your uh, overall opinion of tag. Do you know what? What I remembered of him from this episode, I would have been like, "Oh, tag, what an yeah, idiot!" Yeah. Um, but actually, when I watched it back, I was like, it's "Quite sweet." Tag's isn't actually quite sweet and mature. <laughs> yeah. I mean, ultimately, he wakes up on his girlfriend's birthday, who's having an absolute breakdown. He's very calm about it. Mm. Gets her a scooter. Nice thought. <laughs> and then gets dumped on a step. 
such like, a sad episode for poor, Tag, isn't it? Poor, I was actually like, do you know what, Tag? I've got a lot of time for you. And he takes that dumping very well. Yeah. Yeah, he? he does. He's actually quite mature about it. He's very it. mature. I mean, he's clearly not 24. That's why. Yeah. Tag looks about Tag's 35. Awesome. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's also very decisive of Rachel to be like, no, 30th birthday, this is the cutoff point. What am I doing? Don't want to be with him. Dumped him. And then goes back to her party afterwards. Yeah, and they're all like, how did that go? And she's like, yeah, great. <laughs> yeah, that is interesting. As if she's just gone to like get the mail quickly. Yeah. It's very routine. That is a very strange thing to do mid-birthday party, isn't it? Tag deserves better. Also, (laughs) another thing I noticed, they're having Rachel's birthday party at like 9.30 in the morning. Yeah, I wondered, hang on, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, Guys, it's got to be at work. (laughs) Because once, the nicest thing another housemate ever did for me on a birthday, on a work day, um, was left out toast for me to toast myself just as in like left, so bread. left out some bread um, and was like oh here you go and had put it was really cute yeah. um, had got my favourite crunchy peanut butter and jam and was like there you go have a good one have see a nice you breakfast. later because yeah. obviously we, we do dinners don't we sure birthday yeah. meal birthday pub whatever all humans do that though yeah no human not them. does birthday breakfast but it seems to go on all day as well yeah so they have breakfast Rachel's in her PJs yeah. for and, the whole episode yeah and then they're just sitting around all day tags over going scooting breaks yeah. up a lot happens by like 11 a.m. <laughs> yeah, on right. birthday. Real bad day for tag. <laughs> Poor lad. Um, so yeah, but that's kind of the that's the that's the main element of the Rachel plotline, isn't there? So then we've got the two major ones are. Oh no, there's three other major ones, which mm. is kind of strange for an episode of Friends. But the Ross storyline is, I think, my favourite. Is it? Yeah, I think this is excellent David Schwimmer moments. It is. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of classic It's Ross. the start of some great hysterical Ross episodes as well in the next like couple of series as well. So Ross, if you, if you haven't watched this one recently, uh, has a, basically a midlife crisis, gets a sports car, yeah. uh, and it's just trapped between a van and another car, isn't it, for the whole episode, and yeah. he's trying to get it out. And there's a couple of moments, the moment where Phoebe gets in and he's trying to get out, and then, he, and then she just goes, right, who's next? Who's <laughs> yeah. next? There's just a couple of really And when they great, break into yeah, the van they break in front, into the van. and the alarm goes off and Phoebe yeah. just panics yeah. and runs just away. Just legs it and poor Ross is just sat there. The thing, about, the thing about them breaking into the van, though, um, Phoebe like suggests they sh- that they should break into the minivan that, so that they can move it, isn't it? That's why she does it. It yeah. isn't even mildly questioned by anyone. They're just like, yeah, that's a perfectly <laughs> rational thing to do. Yeah, let's just break into it. That's fine. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, she gets that tool out of her What is that tool? Overcoat. I don't know. I've always wondered in films when they have the, like, breaking into a car tool. Yeah, yeah what is it? It's, it's like, like a thin... a metal ruler. Yeah, it's exactly... One of those measuring sticks <laughs> like school. from school. Yeah, yeah, exactly what I is thought. Is that what it is? What else And what it... is that doing? Because uh, you slip it through the window. Ah, I mean, you are questioning me on something of which I have no... Of like, <laughs> zero... Yeah. I've got nothing to offer here, like... I've, have you ever broken into a car? I have never... No, I haven't ever broken into a car. The only time... So when I was eight, I was on holiday in rural Ireland, where my family all are from, and I locked the keys in the car oh, by mistake. God. But this is like before anything was like electronic. So it was just like, that's it. The car That's was the gone. end of that. Yeah. Nowhere to go. And just by coincidence, a man walked past whose job was to take windows out of buildings and cars. What? It was so mad. And he sounds shifty. It's, it was at the time. I was like, this is lucky. I was like eight. What a job. How do you fill out your tax return? I do not know. <laughs> but basically it was window like expert. Phoebe's. Like he just opened his coat, got a thing out, took the entire window out of a car, which at the time... Blew my mind. Yeah, wow. like just the whole seal and everything. Yeah, with a sucker thing. Yeah, just just right. everything just came out, and I was like, "This is 
insane. Also, you could just break into anything you want if you've got yeah, that tool. If you've got that and then he just got the keys back out. This is completely irrelevant, but that is the extent of my knowledge on how to get into cars when okay. they're locked. It's just funny that like Phoebe whips it out of the jacket. Yeah, it's very strange, isn't it? She's got a lot of hidden skills. She really does. That's uh, so Phoebe, though. I do believe that Phoebe would know how to break into a oh, car. 100%, 100%. Yeah. And I believe that she would have that tool that, that is only for breaking into cars. Um, but yeah, I think there's some just great David Schrimmer moments, him getting oh. more and more frustrated. And the lift and slide. Is it lift and slide? Yeah. Lift and slide. It's basically just pivot all over again, isn't it? Yeah. It's the couch pivot yeah, scene, yeah, 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 just yeah. basically reworded. I love when Ross gets really stressed oh, about something. Yeah. There's nothing better than, for example, there's nothing better than a drunk Monica. Right. And there's nothing better than a flappy Ross. Yeah. <laughs> great Ross bit is when he claims to be a big fan of cars always been interested in cars and Joey asks him what's the horsepower and he says I don't know but look how shiny like that is exactly my knowledge of cars as well I know no details does it look nice yes therefore I want it that's all I've got but there, yeah I just think the Ross the lift and sl- the whole thing is great and then that storyline comes to a head in those post-roll credits where they finally get into the car and a <laughs> overweight bald man drives past with the same car. He's actually not bald. He has really horrific hair. Oh, does he? Yeah, I wound that bit back. He should have, <laughs> yeah, he should shave his head at that point. It's that point in a man's life where you're losing your hair. Let it go. But you, yeah, exactly. Need to accept the fact you're going bald, just shave it, and he doesn't, so it looks really weird. Looks like Professor Wito's. Yeah. Yes. Professor Wito's? What a reference. <laughs> yeah, wow. That's the first thing that came to mind. I don't know why. We're trying to garner a global audience for this podcast. <laughs> Sorry. I don't think. The Americans and Canadians and Australians. Professor Wito's was a character on an advert who was responsible for the overly scientific creation of cereals. Yes, he made uh, loops chocolatey, didn't he? I mean, that was his scientific breakthrough. I haven't looked at Professor Wito's for quite some time. I'm looking now. I think he's been retired, but. Oh, he's horrid. I've just Googled him. Um, Can I have a look, please? Real wispy hair. Oh, wow. How do you spell Weetos? Yeah, so I put an H in. Don't do that. W-E-E-T-O-S. Yeah. If we don't get a hashtag spawn for Weetos out of this, then I'll be livid. Anyway, where were we? Where were we? (laughs) It's very hard to tell. How do we go from Ross and Carl? Oh, oh, the the hair on the man. The non-bald, overweight man. (laughs) So whenever I watch a scene like this in Friends especially, or in any show, I always feel sorry for the actor that plays that role. I thought that. You've been cast as like... He's he's answered a casting call for fat balding man basically is that how stuff gets cast i've always wondered this if you require for the sake of a scene i don't know someone who's quite heavily overweight like yeah do you have to put out a casting note saying we are looking yeah. for a very overweight yeah, like phys- yeah, I think physical do. type don't they but the thing is even, there's probably ways of wording it a bit nicer if it's like a, a, a yeah. casting call. But ultimately... Lovely, curvy Mr. Wito. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Professor Wito. Um, but ultimately, he's going to watch that episode. The actor... Well, he's got to tell his friends at parties. When, I'm in when he goes, I'm in friends. Oh, yeah. cool, what do you play? Yeah. Oh, this is fat, ugly old man at the end. I play the guy that none of the friends want to be. And them seeing me makes them realise how bad life could be. That's, Ross needs to yeah, sell a car. Yeah, yeah exactly. He's going to make a drastic awful. decision. Yeah, exactly. Pete, you're, I can hear you typing, Pete, and you're you're looking up the man that played the, the, the man in the car, aren't you? What I, I'm looking up on IMDb <laughs> is I'm looking at what they referred to that character as. IMDb's description of him doesn't reference his appearance. It is very simple. It just says, the man in sports car. Okay. 
Oh, so that's what it probably said on the contract. He's um, got a good contract. agent. He's got a good agent. <laughs> yeah, His nice. agent's like, can we change the character name from Fat Baldy to uh, <laughs> Man in Sports Car? <laughs> the nature of the joke is that it's someone that Ross wouldn't aspire to be, isn't it? Well, that's exactly. The, that's why the joke's there. What's his name? What, what other work does he do? Wayne Edward Sherwood is his name. This says that he's actually in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas with Johnny Depp. Oh my gosh, Wayne. He has an uncredited role. Oh, there you go. An uncredited role as a sheriff making out with his wife next to Johnny Depp's character. He has a very diverse CV. uh, Fear and Loathing, Friends, and also Legally Blonde 2. Who is he in Legally Blonde 2? He plays someone that, again, stereotypically would have his appearance. Sound technician. Uh, Yeah, he is. If you were casting a sound technician... Again, sorry, I'm just reading. But he's, he was in a TV movie called Net Force, and the name of his character was Fat Lout. Oh, well, there you have it. Oh, he wait. was in a video film of something called Chantal, and he played sleazy casting director. <laughs> okay, see, we're getting his, his typecast. Yeah, yeah, he's getting typecast. Mm. Poor old Wayne. Also, his star sign is Pisces. Oh, same as me. Good to know. Good to know. Maybe that's my future, guys. <laughs> Cheers, Pete. It's all right. It's bleak old mood this podcast's taken. Hi, I'm Julia Rayside, and I'd like to invite you aboard my podcast. Always There is the only podcast to navigate through every single episode in order of the 1980s seafaring soap opera, Howard's Way. You don't have to love Howard's Way or even remember it. We're going to talk about it anyway, because I think it's brilliant. Somebody's nicked my bloody boat. Find us on Twitter at AlwaysTherePod. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Right, let's talk about Phoebe, shall we? Phoebe's thirtieth. Yeah. So the, the the premise of this bit is Phoebe loses a year of her life. Yeah, because, which is quite a sort of melancholic, sad storyline, isn't it? It's it's like actually yeah. quite a nice one, like the, this Phoebe plotline. So she loses a year of life because she goes to see Ursula. Uh, who... Okay, have you spoken about this on the podcast before that Ursula's played by her sister? Uh, the back of Ursula, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, because so... I always thought, wow, that that's a really good cheek because you sometimes see the side of. Oh, the hang on. Yeah. So when so when they need 
them both to appear in the same shot. The back of Ursula is Lisa Kudrow's sister. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. She's always good value, Ursula. I mean, she's a terrible, terrible, terrible human, but... Yeah. <laughs> One thing that didn't make sense is when Phoebe asks her, oh, what's what's my middle name? Yeah. Because Phoe- did Phoebe's mum die when Phoebe was like... She was like 14 Ten. or 15. Oh, right. Yeah. So how do you not know your yeah. middle name? <laughs> you would know. It is implausible a uh, 14 or 15-year-old would not know. Because we find out that Ursula's name. is Pamela. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, great name. Um, and then we will never know Phoebe. It's so but bizarre, isn't that it? That kind of annoys me. I want to know Phoebe. Yeah, because Phoebe and was... would know. Uh, well, Phoebe would Phoebe know, Phoebe would know. Like, Everyone Phoebe knows their middle name. Phoebe spent the first 14 years of her life not knowing her middle name. Yeah, so that was a bit silly. Mm. Come on. So, uh, so Phoebe... Um, so the, the thing I wanted to talk about with Phoebe is the space hopper. <laughs> because yes. what do they call the space hopper? Uh, a hippity hop. Yeah. No, it had... Yeah. Is, that, is that what they call she it? She says, oh, yeah, I bounced a mile on a hippity hop or something. What the hell's a hippity hop, guys? Can I, as someone training for a marathon, can I interject? <laughs> yeah. A mile's quite a long way. It, I that thought that running? it is a so long way, far. yeah. Cause, because I think of my uh, running times recently, guys. <laughs> I've been aiming for like nine minutes, nine minutes, 15 to get a good time. And that's on my legs. So on a hopper, that's like you're looking at half an hour. I at think. least, I'd say like an hour. Like that is a long time on a hippity hop. And that's a that's hard on the glutes. <laughs> yeah, isn't it? Well, she does make reference to she seems to be enjoying it. <laughs> so maybe she just got. And then, but she takes it around to her sisters, right? Right. To Ursula's. <laughs> this is the mad bit. And this is the mad bit, and then it just disappears. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, "Hey, here's a space hopper, hippity hop, whatever." Yeah. Blah, blah. Uh, and then it's just gone. For the rest of the scene. It's just not in there. The no. other mad thing about that is if you look at that from Ursula's point of view, she has no context that Phoebe has done a mile on a hippity hop and that was one of her <laughs> life goals. And actually, you know, she has none of this. So based on the fact that if someone has knocked at your door and said, happy birthday, here's a space hopper. You'd be like, go away. That is the worst present anyone's ever given me. That apart is, from a yeah, scooter. Apart from a scooter. I don't know. I'd enjoy a scooter, guys. Would you? Yeah, I mean, I not... find it really weird when people, when grown adults scoot yeah, to work. Someone I know has got a scooter. <laughs> no, He's if I met a guy years old. and we fell madly in love, yeah. and then he was like, "Oh, I'm just gonna hop on my scooter," that, that would be the end. Yeah, 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 yeah. Skateboard's quite cool, but rollerblades that would really skateboard's not well. cool if you're older than like older Correct. than your 20s I think if you're, if you're, I, do you I think agree. if you're in your 30s and you're still skateboarding drop. unless you're Tony Hawk yeah no I mean oh, I don't know I think it's quite cool you see still. like a 30 year old man skating around town to like this meeting <laughs> cool guy cool guy <laughs> <laughs> but rollerblades would be my absolute like get out I'm astonished by the line you've drawn between the skateboards and rollerblades I think they're all this. in the same category Though I wouldn't want to take a skater home to my, like, mum and dad. <laughs> no. Especially because I live, like, next to a farm where my parents live. So you'd have to, like, skate, skate down our little path. I, I think skaters can sometimes walk. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, they have do. to go around a skateboard. <laughs> he could probably just get in the car with you, if I'm honest. Hop in. Yeah, no, true. Um, but uh, what, what were we talking about? Oh, Phoebe. Yeah, yeah, Phoebe. Phoebe on the space hopper. So she has this whole big bucket list of things she wants to do. She does the mile on the space hopper. She goes to Ursula's. Ursula's like, here's my birth certificate. And then I've given yours away. And then that's that's kind of it. And then that resolves, doesn't it, when Joey kisses her at the end. Oh, kisses her very tenderly as well. It's so nice. And um, yeah, I, I rewatched that this morning. And genuinely, it gives me goosebumps. That's a nice moment. Right. So it, it reflects well on Joey because he gets up when the rest of them were prepared to let her walk home where she's 
clearly quite upset. And then it, you, also the nice thing is the effect it has on Phoebe is that it clearly has made her feel better. And but. without sounding like a telly like, loser, it's a really nice uh, change of pace. <laughs> the... <laughs> it is, isn't it? But it is, like the rest of the episode, like, oh, flashback, 30. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> why, really God, nice. why? And then it's just this lovely moment. the moment, yeah. I really like it. Crucially, though, he doesn't walk her home. <laughs> yes, good point. He just goes back to the goes, I'm going to walk her home because she's upset. He goes, gives her a snog and then goes, Cool, I'll be, I'll be off then. And by the way, it's not a snog. She wanted the perfect kiss. kiss yeah. And it was just a like, mwah. Yeah. Although the most intimate thing about the kiss is that he puts his hand on the back of her head. Oh, he does. Yeah. That's quite, that's quite full on. Maybe her sister stepped in to do the back of the head job just to give her sister a go. <laughs> maybe that entire storyline is because Lisa Country's sister wanted to smooch Matt LeBlanc. And she's like, guys, can we write this in? Is that cool? I'm in. <laughs> Right, so Monica's party. Oh, oh God. The, the, wow. final, the final piece of the jigsaw in this episode. Again, Monica at her best, Monica, I think. Monica, great drunk. Yes. Great drunk acting. Like the moment where, yeah, if you haven't seen this recently, Chandler throws a surprise party. She turns up, she's really drunk. And the moment when she pretends to be surprised is brilliant. She just screams, doesn't she? A brilliant <laughs> bit of moment. She just screams and throws her hands up and it's it's magical. It also leads to one of the, also my favourite moment in Friends and my housemates where I think it's Phoebe that just goes, whoo, whoo. Yeah. <laughs> Which is so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, um, yeah, excellent Monica. Chandler's trying to sort of make her seem more sober. Here's the thing, right? Who throws a black tie party? In your own flat. In your own flat. That is weird. Yeah, I, really, I was thinking that. They all look very uncomfortable, don't they? Yeah. Mm. And even there's even uh, reference yeah, to like yeah, how rubbish yeah. the party is, isn't there? <laughs> yeah. But if my flat was that big, and bear in mind, my flat's like the size of this very small table in front of us because yeah. I live so central. But if my flat was that big, I might do a black tie party. Yeah, it's an like, I mean, implausibly huge. big apartment, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And maybe this is just Chandler knowing Monica really well because she is famous for throwing terrible parties. Mm. Like she throws boring, boring parties, yeah. isn't she? Yeah. Where everyone's very controlled and... Yeah, so maybe that's it. Maybe he's just gone, this is what Monica likes, but it looks dull. It, it, it really does. No one's having fun. But anything with the Gellers. I oh. love when it's an entire Geller situation. Jack Geller. I just Dave, I thought of you as soon as I'm I saw Jack girl. Geller, I knew you'd be loving it. I do. You love Judy I've Geller. Heard- yeah, oh my goodness. I think she's so funny. Yeah. And I had a friend at school who I won't name whose mum literally is <laughs> Judy, Judy Geller. Geller. She used to give us a lift to school. So that gives it away if you're listening. Uh, Emily, <laughs> <laughs> you'll know it's you. But um, yeah, she she was Judy Geller. No exactly. bad thing being Judy Geller. Just so judgy, but also great. Yes, and Jack is just so... <sighs> just He's out of this world, isn't he? He just he really does, His is. brain is you nowhere. Yeah, I love Jack. You he's just him. so great. Let's talk about the guest list. At the party. Rogue. Rogue. So, who, who have we got? The six friends. Tick, tick. Fine. Yeah. Jack and Judy. Fine. Makes Done. sense. Monica's yeah. birthday. Sure. Eight people we've never seen before mm. who don't say anything to anyone and interact with anyone and Gunther. Obviously. <laughs> That's your party, guy. He's always at them, isn't he? He's always just Always there. available. Yeah. I reckon as an actor, he was... Was he like the cheapest to rope yeah, in yeah. of the regulars that are just like, oh, he'll be there. Text his agent, will you? Get, get him to do this bit. Estelle can't come, so yeah. just get Gunther in, it's fine. Is Janice available? No. <laughs> get Gunther in. So bearing in mind, this is Monica's 30th birthday, right? Which this whole episode is all about mm. this being a big deal. And so, so when I turned 30, I had just like a big party with loads of my closest and not quite as close friends. But a lot, a lot of people yeah. that I really... 
Love loved dearly. dearly. They were all there. And Chandler has decided to, to invite the guy that runs the coffee shop under their building, <laughs> who they regularly ignore and don't speak to, mm. and then just sort of eight other people that we've never met. And none of the people that are in Monica's life, apart from the friends, are there. They're also really quite varied in ages as well. There's there's some quite old people there as well, not compared to her parents, but there's there's just a very weird mix of people. It is, as we sort of noted before, a very diversely cast uh, group of yes. people of all ages, sexes and races. Like, it's, yeah, they've literally it's got... one of those, Guys, have got ten people in... We need to just cast this like sitcom yeah. casting. Were your parents at your yeah 30th? yeah they didn't stay late but they were there. See that's not but you were presumably out and about. Yeah, so I rented a little bar out. There you go. They were there till like um, midnight and everyone I was there till know. four. Okay, you know it's that Legend. vibes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> don't want to brag, guys. <laughs> I stayed up past three a.m. Whoa, which for uh, a thirty-year-old is quite something. Yeah, no, master. Um, I don't know if I would invite my parents you... to my flat. No, for my birthday. No, like I love Sue and Trev, but I, <laughs> I don't know if I'd get like Trev in a suit. Yeah. Kind of black. You might not be quite as relaxed if they were there, would you? Well, Monica's too relaxed. She's drunk, but yeah, true. I mean, Trev's a cool guy, but I just don't know if I'd be like, oh, mum and dad, would you mind dressing up and like making the train journey and quite a lot of effort just to stand (laughs) in my flat (laughs) and be ignored by me. And the only mention of food is when Joey gets what are they crab crab cakes? cakes, Yeah, yeah. So they've got caterers on board. They've got caterers and waiters and everything for For basically sixteen people. Yeah, sixteen people, eight of whom uh, do not in your own flat do not eat or drink anything because they're just extras. And obviously if that was us, we'd just like go to M&S, get right. some nice foodie yeah. bits. Monica's a chef. <laughs> yeah. Like that is a lot of pressure for a caterer. If you're Chandler, yeah. you're like, I've got to get this right. And we know it's not the people from her restaurant because that's who she was out getting drunk with. Other great Jack Geller moment is um, Chandler complimenting the suit and the wording of how... It's, Jack says something like, oh, Ross was actually conceived near this suit. It's, <laughs> not, like, it's not He wasn't wearing it at the time. Or on it, it was just nearby, and that's enough to make it really unnerving. Guys, that is textbook Jack Geller. Yeah, that is is. everything we love about Jack. And Chandler's got his arm on his shoulder, just like slowly, disgusted (laughs) by the tux. Why is it such a big deal that Monica is drunk in front of her parents? That's my question. It's the sort of thing that might have bothered her when she was about eighteen. Like, yeah, that's what I was kind of wondering. You can get drunk in front of your parents. But Monica's never really been accepted by her parents in the same way as Ross. She is not the favourite child. And in the other episode that I nearly took, Massapequa, that's the one where she makes that speech. speech. She's trying to compete with Ross. Basically, yes, yeah. and it doesn't go well, and she's like, "Oh, whatever, like have a great wedding." No one so you think this is part of her sort of it's all part of childhood that. trauma of yeah. not quite being the favourite and kind of being the fat kid yeah. and yeah, not being Ross basically. Because yeah. no, I feel fair. like Ross wouldn't care being drunk in front of them. No, because they'd. And Ross him. even says at the party, doesn't he? Like he makes a comment to Monica and then goes, "Maybe I'm drunk." But it's not a big deal for him being exactly. around his parents drunk. He was drunk. He was. Drunk Ross is great. Yes. Everyone, and then, Ross is should great. be just more drunk friends. There's not enough drunk friends. Yeah, Americans don't true. get that drunk. Highlight of drunk Monica is, for me, um, your little harmonica, where she tries to say harmonica and it just comes out terribly. Harmonica. Harmonica. That, I hadn't actually noticed yeah, that. Yeah, That's yeah. great attention it. to detail. Yeah. Really good. That's what we do on this podcast, Lindsay. That's, That's lovely. <laughs> Let's finish it off with our attention to detail quiz. Talking of detail, yes. Detail. I heard about this from Nat, my housemate. Not that I haven't listened to every episode, but she has. And she warned me. She was like, 
she's Canadian. Are you ready for this quiz? <laughs> Before I let that was her parting words to me as I, I like, grab my Matt. keys. Yeah, you honestly so need to great. get her on. She's so good. Um, okay, do you know what? You've already answered one of them, so oh. we'll kick off with that, and okay. that's fine. Question one: What is Ursula's middle name? Pamela. Done. Done. Very good. One You've already correct. got yourself a point. Uh, question two: What did Monica make for breakfast on Rachel's thirtieth? Oh no. Uh, Pancakes, maple syrup. There's something about maple syrup. No, tro- you pan- oh, I just said it. Pancakes is correct. Pancakes. Yeah, what kind of pancakes? <laughs> Blueberry. Ho- no, it's chocolate chip pancakes. Oh, I guess. But no, that's fine. That's fine. You got pancakes, and that is impressive enough. I think Rachel mentioned something about maple syrup at one point. Let, don't try and claw it back, Lindsay. No, no, she does. She's like, I'm just going to enjoy my birthday. Have some maple syrup. It's something like that. Sure. Okay. So fine. that was the yes. that was that, the that's nugget. Where, that's where that came from. Question three. Mm. What happened to Phoebe's birth certificate? Oh, I think. Did Ursula just chuck it away? No. I know she doesn't have it in the drawer. She doesn't have it because she... Because mm, she... Sold it. She sold it for money to someone, didn't she? Yes. For money, obviously. We'll give you that, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sold yeah. it for money. Yeah, yeah. Huh. <laughs> the old classic retail trick. She sold it to a Swedish runaway. Sweet. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Half a point? Half a point. Okay. Uh, so that's two halves. So you're on two out of three, so that's not bad. Okay. Question four. What did Joey get Chandler for his last birthday? Oh, no. Uh... So the context of this is efforts, Joey, yeah. Joey says, oh, we only get one present from you guys now you're no, married. you're married, yeah, and he went... And he goes, for my last birthday, you got me a... You got me a... Oh, I laughed at it as well. <laughs> yeah, it's a funny moment. It's a funny moment, but what did he say? I don't know, pass. A hug. It's a hug. Aww. It's a hug. Funny moment, Joey's funny line. a sweet guy, really, isn't he? It's not a good present, though, is it? No. <laughs> and finally, question five. This is a three-parter. What are the three things that Phoebe wanted to do before she's 31? Oh, no. I was going to ask you that earlier today mm, as well. Yeah. I was going to be like, what were those three things? Yeah. Bouncing on the what's it for no, a mile. No, that's the 30th. Don't forget. So she's oh, by her 31st. 31st. She's got a new batch of targets. Portuguese. That- Portuguese. Meet a Portuguese person. Correct. Yeah. Uh, perfect kiss. Correct. The third one's a curveball. Is well, obviously it's Phoebe. <laughs> uh, can you give me a clue? Um, it's yes, it's a sort of military skill that she wants to acquire. Oh, what? It's so thrown away that it's that's why it's weird. It's yeah, no, I don't. You think don't I, quite I register don't think it. I, went in. I only registered it because we have to write this quiz. A military skill. <laughs> it's like she fly a red arrow. No, she wants to go to sniper <laughs> school. <laughs> Sniper school. Sure, why not? Sure. Uh, what are we calling that? So that's two out of three. Uh, three, three and a bit out of five. That's yeah, all right. I'll take that. You haven't disgraced yourself. No, I haven't actually. Nat won't be disappointed. Yeah, she won't be angry with you. You've done okay though. She won't be angry, but I feel like she'll. She could have done way. She'll, she'll have answered all three, all five of those questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in a snap. Done. That's fine. But let us know. Let us know what Nat says. Yeah, I will. Uh, what her reaction to your performance is. it's okay. I'll yeah. go home and tell her my score in a minute. Yeah, okay. Uh, Lindsay Russell, thank you so much. Thanks for having for being me. Our friends thank with you, friends. This was great. Thank you. Had a lovely time. Uh, and we'll be back next week for more Friends with Friends. Bye now. You saying bye, Pete? Oh, Pete? yes. Pete, I, I say mean, bye. I, 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 say I, bye. Felt like, I felt like your birthday was sufficiently warm that I didn't Just, I need to add one. But yeah, bye. <laughs> Oh, look, we're still here. Just a little bit of homework for you for next week's episode. Next week's guest will be newsreader and reporter Victoria Holland, and she has chosen... I've chosen season seven, episode 13, the one where Rosita dies. That is a banging episode, isn't it, Pete? It is a very good one. Uh, So, yeah, watch that before the next episode, and then you'll know everything you need to know ready for when we dissect it. We'll see you there. Bye now. Bye. Great big owl.
traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.